Uh, now, are you are you a guru? Uh, yes, I'm a, a spiritual master of this institution. Uh, they, all the members of the society, they're supposed to be my disciples. They follow uh, the rules and regulations which I uh, ask them to follow, and they are initiated by me spiritually. Uh, so therefore the spiritual master is called guru, that is Sanskrit language. Guru means teacher. Guru, guru means not exactly teacher. Guru, the word means heavy. Heavy. H-A-V-Y. Heavy. Is guru and swami the same thing? Uh, swami means uh, they are practically the same idea. Swami means the master of the senses. One who has not control over senses, uh, he cannot become guru. Uh, the uh, renounced order means uh, he, he is strictly uh, away from all kinds of sense gratification, especially uh, sex life. Uh, uh, therefore, he is called Swami. Swami means the master. One who has become the master of the senses, he can become the spiritual master of the society. That is the idea. The, the swan. Did I understand you say the Swami has has no sex life? No, certainly not. Certainly not. Yes. Yeah. Right, now, when actually sex life is allowed only to the householders, according to Vedic culture, uh, sex life is uh, restricted. There are four divisions of society. The brahmachari is strictly uh, forbidden for sex life. Uh, the Banaprastha they are also forbidden for sex life, and the sannyasi, uh, they are also forbidden for sex life. So out of four divisions, three divisions are strictly forbidden of sex life. Only the householders, they can have restricted sex life with married wives simply for begating children. That is very Only for propagating children. That's all. Then there is a similarity to Catholicism, the priest, is Certainly, anywhere there is spiritual conception, uh, sex life is not indulged. Uh, anywhere, either it may be Christianity or Hinduism, uh, sex life is materialism, that is uh, opposite number of spiritualism. So people are trained gradually to refrain from sex life. And in the sannyas life he is uh, completely trained. Therefore he is allowed to move in the society for preaching uh, spiritual education. Now the whole world has is, is heard of the Maharishi Mahesh. Uh, is he part of your order? No. Uh, I've heard so much in the paper. Uh, he is the world's most famous guru at the uh, present time. He's not guru, but uh, he's advertised like that. And uh, guru is different thing. But uh, people are in your country, in the western part of the country, of the world, people are uh, after some spiritual uh, information. So anyone who comes uh, professing as spiritualist is welcome. And if he flatters, uh, then it is very convenient to get followers. So we don't follow exactly in that way. We follow exactly the uh, principles of Vedic ways of life. Uh, so in that way, sex life for a sannyasi uh, is strictly private.
so many of the people were going to, to him for meditation. Is meditation part of your philosophy? Yes, but uh, meditation, as uh, Mahasri or any other uh, Swami are, are professing, uh, that is not exactly the process of meditation. The standard meditation is described in Bhagavad Gita. Uh, that is very difficult job. Uh, you have to select a solitary place. You have to sit in a certain posture. You have to regulate your life, complete celibacy, eating, sleeping. There are so many rules and regulations that uh, that sort of meditation is absolutely impossible for the present way of life. For the present generation, the chanting, uh, vibration of holy name of God is recommended in the uh, scriptures. There it is said that meditation was possible in the Shatta Yuga when people were ten percent pure. Uh, uh, and there are the, for the present, uh, mostly people are impure, so they cannot execute uh, meditation as it is uh, described in the standard scriptures. Is uh, yoga part of meditation? Uh, uh, yoga is a very broad term. Yoga means to connect with the absolute truth. That is yoga. Yoga means connecting link. So there are uh, different uh, uh, varieties of yoga. Just like uh, one staircase, it is the connecting uh, link to the top floor. So that is every every uh, everywhere you can say staircase. But one who has crossed a few steps and one who has crossed a few floors, they are not on the same level. Uh, I, I'd like to read one thing. Uh, this yeah. is uh, evidently said by a man named Swami Shiva Pramanada of New York's Yoga Center. He said, if one has the time to put in about eight or ten hours a day for ten years, one might develop the power to see through a wall, through meditation. I've seen people develop x-ray vision, but I've never seen the point of paying such a heavy price for it. But um, I don't think it is practical uh, that one can meditate for eight to ten hours for twelve hours. For ten but years. It, but it is, uh, yeah, for ten years. It is most impractical proposition. Uh, therefore, as recommended, we have to uh, uh, follow the regulation as recommended in the uh, scriptures. For the present age, this meditation. Uh, now, uh, last night we had Sankirtan in the public library, uh, what is that? Uh, Oakland. So, uh, all people immediately joined us. As soon as we began to chant Hare Krishna, uh, immediately there is a fact. Uh, there is no uh, rules and regulation that you have to do this or that. Uh, simply jan, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram. We, we had lectures in the YMCA Sunday school. Little boys and children, they also joined with us. We performed this uh, Hare Krishna chanting in the park. Uh, the children, old men, uh, young men, everyone jan. Do you, have a, do you have a temple here, Swami, or yes. do you meet in library? No, we have got a temple here at Frederick, Frederick Street, 518. What does your temple look like? Uh, it is temple, just, uh, there is deity, 
Radha Krishna deity, and it's very a uh, place of uh, sanctuary. And if you go there, you will find immediately some uh, impulse of spiritual idealism. Do you have uh, 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 yes. altars? Do yes, you have, yes. We have other things you find in the yes, yes. We have altars. We have pictures. Uh, we offer fruits, flowers, incense, and uh, immediately by combination of these things, there is some spiritual atmosphere and there is chanting, so people enjoy it very nicely. Well, we're talking with uh, Swami A.C. Bhaktivedanta, head of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. If you have questions, our numbers are 478-3456 in the East Bay, 832-9707 in San Jose, 272-1233. A.C. Bhaktivedanta, International Society for Krishna Consciousness. What does the word Krishna mean? Krishna uh, means all attractive. Krishna. Would, would you put the, those earphones on, uh, Swami? Uh, our numbers are 4783456 in the East Bay, 8329707 in San Jose, 2721233. Carl, you're on the air on KGO with the Swami. Hello? Go ahead. Swamiji? Yes. Uh, I'd like to ask a question. What is that? Oh, why is this human form of life, why is this human life in such a diseased condition with war, pestilence, and famine? Uh, these are uh, miserable conditions inflicted by material nature. Just to remind the conditioned soul that this uh, uh, conditioned life in the material nature is not for you. There is another place where you can live very peacefully. Just like in the prison life, there is always infliction of miseries. If in the prison life one is comfortably situated, then he'll never go out. He'll try to live there. So these material inflictions of miseries reminds us that this place is not suitable for us. It is not our place. Our place is back to Godhead, back to home. And therefore, these are the reminders that we must leave this place. Okay. Yes, uh, also, what is our true identity? What is that? What is our true identity? Actual identity? Yes. Actual identity is that you are spirit soul. And this material body is your covering, just like dress. Uh, just like within dress, the real body is there. Uh, similarly, uh, we are within this material body. So we are taking uh, more care for the dress and not for the body, actually. Uh, but when a body is dead, we can understand that there is something missing. That missing thing is the soul. Uh, in the modern educational phase, uh, there is no department of knowledge to understand that what is that missing point? Uh, there are so many theories, but they are not uh, practical. Therefore, we have to understand the soul and its constitution from authoritative scriptures like Bhagavad Gita. Uh, then you can understand uh, our identity actually. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, it is said the persons who are identifying uh, uh, themselves with the, this material body, uh, 
they are not actually human beings. They are counted amongst the asses and cows. Uh, so that is ignorance or illusion. Thank you, Colin. Oh. Well, uh, Doug, I want to ask you something. You said we live in a bad world, but through our mind, our soul, we can escape. Yes. Or through through Krishna consciousness. We're not solving anything then by by doing that. We're, we're sort of in, in our own I mind, we're running away. Yes, not running, running away. Uh, the, the best, suppose you are put in a prison house, uh, the solution is to go out of it. Uh, if you want to uh, make adjustment of the prison house, uh, that is impossible. You may be uh, a first-class prisoner, or second-class prisoner, third-class prisoner, but you will remain a prisoner. But if you want freedom, then you must go out of the prison walls. But I notice you have many, you seem to have a lot of young men who are who are part of your organization. Uh, these young men must face the material problems of today. Yes. Like the draft and Vietnam and everything yes. else. Isn't it difficult to to belong to, to Krishna consciousness and and exist in this world we must exist in? Yes. The, the thing is that persons who are in Krishna consciousness anywhere, even uh, they are put into a, a very uncomfortable position, they are not suffering in the same way as ordinary man. Oh, we have people who want to talk to you. Carla, you're on the air with the Swami on KGO. Oh, thank you. Hello, Swamiji? Yes. What is the perfection of this life? Uh, the perfection of this life is to understand oneself. What I am. Uh, this is the beginning. Why I am suffering. Uh, if there is any solution of this suffering, uh, uh, there are so many things. This question should be there. Uh, unless a man uh, uh, is awakened to this question, the what I am, why I am suffering, where from I have come, and where I have to go, uh, then he is considered uh, on the animal level. Because animals, they have no such questions. It is in the human form of life, these questions are there. And their answers are there in the scriptures. So if we are inquisitive and follow the answers from authoritative uh, sources, then the solution of life is there. Thank you, Thank So know yourself. Yes. Know yourself. Yes. I have some more questions. We're talking with Swami A.C. Bhaktivedanta, head of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And you can sell anything by reaching the more than two million who read the Chronicle and the Examiner. Just Gagamuni Prabhu, all glories to Gagamuni Prabhu. You, you believe that sex is only for having children. You do not believe in uh, alcohol or the use of any stimulants. No. What that is private. What do you believe in? Uh, we believe in Krishna consciousness. We have to purify. Uh, just like this is also believed that you will be happy by drinking uh, alcohol. That is your consciousness. I don't believe in that. Do I you, do you have certain dietary rules for oh, you yes. do not eat? Certainly. What do you not eat? Uh, we don't eat uh, anything which is not offered to Krishna. We first of all prepare uh, foodstuff as recommended in the scripture. Uh, they are mostly from vegetables, grains, fruits, milk. So we have got enough food. No, uh, no meat of any kind? No, 
no meat, no onion, no garlic, uh, no intoxication, no liquor. Uh, uh, no, don't smoke even. Don't take tea, coffee. We simply take what is absolutely necessary for keeping the body fit to execute Krishna consciousness. We don't uh, indulge in luxury or for the satisfaction of the tongue. All right, caller, you're on the air with the Swami on KGO. Yes, Swami, uh, I'd like to know where in India was your native place? Where in Where in India did you come from originally? Oh, your native place. Uh, I, I I was born in Calcutta. Calcutta. Yes, but uh, after my acceptance of the renowned starter of life, uh -huh. I am inhabitant of Brindavan. Of where? Brindavan. V R I. N D A V A N. Vrindavan is a sacred place. It is about 90 miles south of New Delhi, capital of India. Yes, yes, I see. Um, uh, one thing I just want to clarify: Did you uh, are you a follower of Lord Krishna? Yes. That's all I want to know. Thank you. The callers know more about the subject today, evidently, than, than I do. Now, your guru told you to be a wanderer. Yes, as soon as he means, it is that he teaches. He'll wander and teach from door to door. When was it that you arrived from India with two dollars? Uh, it was in September 1965. Just several years ago? Uh, about three years before. Now, you met a gentleman by the name of Harvey Cohen? Yes. Uh, and how has he helped you? Uh, yes, in the beginning he helped me uh, because... I rented one room, and that was seventy-two dollars per month. So this in New York? Uh, in New York, yes, Seventy-second Street, uh, West. So, uh, so what? Whatever there was shortage, you were supplying. I was getting some money by contribution in my lectures, but in the beginning, uh, my all expenditures were not sufficient collection. So the deficiency you was giving me. Did he aid you in setting up the first center uh, or temple? Uh, no, I started my temple in 1967, 1st July. In New York? New York. How yes. many temples are there now? Uh, now we have got six temples, one in New York, one in San Francisco, one in Los Angeles, one in Boston, uh, one in Montreal, uh, and one in Santa Fe, and another one of our students has gone to Buffalo. He is uh, on the professional for starting another temple. How many people belong to these six temples? Uh, in each temple, there are average about 50 people. 50 people? Yes. Are they mostly young people from the yes. calls we've been getting and from the people here in the studio? Uh, they are invariably all young boys and girls. Yes. All right, hold on one second. We're talking with uh, Swami A.C. Buck. Tivedanta, head of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And our telephones are open to you, 478-3456 in the East Bay, 832-9707 in San Jose, 272-1233. What haircut? Oh, is there any significance of your haircut over there? Would you, is there a microphone over there we can get you on? Well, just put that other one over there. Because we have several young men here in the studio with the Swami. Could you do what is what is the significance of your haircut? Well, my head is shaved, and I have a 
which known as a Sika on the back of my head. The Sika is a sign that I'm a Vaishnava, which is a follower of Krishna's. Uh, did you live here? I'm from the Santa Fe Temple. I'm just visiting here. How did you How did you end up in in this Krishna order? Well, I was looking for a man who could tell me the answers to the questions that Swamiji mentioned before, such as what am I, what is God, what am I doing here? And Swamiji is the first one who could answer these questions satisfactorily. And I could see that the process of Krishna consciousness is no phony bluff. I could see it really work because I saw people making progress in it. And I made progress myself by chanting, so I accepted him as my spiritual master. Do you accept a new name? Yes. Well, what is your name? Subalda Sadakari. So each one accepts a new name? Yes. The initiation by the spiritual master is known as the second birth. You enter the spiritual world by taking the second birth. Your spiritual life begins. Do you still live in, quote, the rest of the world, the outside world, or is your whole life within the Krishna consciousness? My whole life is within Krishna consciousness, but yet at the same time, I function within the world at large. Right, we have a lot of people who have some questions here. And caller, you're on the air on KGO with Swami. Hello. Hello? Go ahead, sir. Yes, Swami? Yes. What is God? What is God? That's your question? Yes. Uh, God means the control. Uh, uh, everywhere we have got some control. Uh, so, but uh, you will find there is another controller over the controller. So, if you go on searching one after another, controller and the super controller and, uh, and the uh, next controller, next controller, in this way, when you come to a place when the controller is absolute, there is no other controller. He is God. Thank you, Colin. So, I get the impression all the calls today are people within Krishna consciousness. I would like to, to hear some other people with questions here. Caller, you're on the air with a Swami on KGL. Yes. Uh, uh, Swami, you say uh, you have to know yourself. Now, how does a person go about knowing when he knows himself, who he is, and what he is? In other words, when does he reach the stage where he says, Ha, ah, I know who I am and what I am? Yes. Uh, there are uh, two different processes of acquiring knowledge. One process is to research oneself by his own endeavor, uh, by his limited uh, sense speculation. And another process is to know from the authority. Uh, just like uh, a deductive process, we say uh, man is mortal. This knowledge is received from our authorities, just like our teachers, our parents, uh, we understand that man is mortal. Another process is one can make research whether actually man is mortal. Well, is there some kind of a spiritual signal you get within yourself that tells you this? No, I, your, your question is what I am. So this what I am, you can search yourself by your mental speculation. That is one way. Another way, to understand your position from higher authority. So we take this process, we understand what I am from higher authority, Krishna. Uh, Krishna says that uh, 
they, uh, he is God. And he says, all these living entities are my part and parcel. So we are component parts of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, as the component part of machine is to uh, cooperate with the full machine, so our duty is to cooperate with the Supreme Lord. That is our identity. Thank you, Thank you. To join Krishna consciousness is a total commitment, then, to your way of life. Uh, uh, yes, it is total commitment uh, uh, to the way of life as it is prescribed in the Bhagavad Gita, the science of God. Must one renounce his, his present religion? No, not necessarily. Uh, uh, religion is a kind of faith. You say, naturally, if you go to the higher standard of life, uh, the uh, stereotype faith does not act there. So uh, this uh, this understanding, Krishna consciousness, is transcendental to all religious faith. Uh, faith you can change, but this you cannot change. Your constitutional position as part and parcel of God is never to be changed. You may accept a faith at Christianity or accept a faith Mohammedanism. That is uh, uh, mental situation. But this is your actual constitution situation that you are part and parcel of the Supreme. That cannot be changed. What happens in your temples? Do you have services like other religions? Uh, yes, generally we uh, chant this Mahamantra Hare Krishna and then we uh, deliver speeches from Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam and then there are questions we answer and yeah, in that way the audience and the disciples, they become enlightened and they advance. So there is no sermon as we would know in other churches? Uh, that is, you can call sermon because there is prayer songs, uh, there is, uh, I mean to say, uh, recitation from scriptures. Well, you have six chapters, uh, so evidently you cannot be everywhere at once. Uh, who, who, who is in charge of a temple when you're not here? Uh, the students are being trained. The students, uh, they also speak the same thing. There is nothing new. I also speak from the Bhagavad Gita, and the students also speak from the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, the Bhagavad Gita is the same in, uh, in all the centers. But it may be, because I have little more experience, I can explain them a uh, little more uh, nicely. And the students, they also explain according to their experience. But the principle is the same. Carla, you're on the air on KGO with the Swami. Uh, yeah, I'm not involved, but I'm curious. I'm wondering if there's any similarity between meditation and hypnosis. Uh, in other words, the uh, hypnotic state. Or is, medi yeah, is meditation self-hypnosis? Is that what you're asking? Pardon me, I didn't hear you. Is meditation self-hypnosis? Is it similar? It sounds like it might be. Swami? I do not know what is self-hypnosis. Hypnotizing yourself. No, it is, it is no question of hypnotizing. Meditation means to search out what I am. Uh, just like if you sit down quietly, if you see your body, first of all see your finger and question whether I am hand, or you will say no. Whether I am this head, oh, you will say no. Whether I am this leg, because uh, everywhere I'll say it is my hand, it is my head, it is uh, my leg, it is my soul, everything is mine. So you have to find out what is I. 
Uh, unless you come to that point, what is I? Uh, there is no meaning of meditation. Is meditation part of it? Then uh, the meditation is finished. Now, the activities after meditation begins. Meditation is to search out what you are. As soon as you know your identity, then your real activity begins. So, we check it. Uh, from uh, Bhagavad Gita, what is my real identity, and begin our service. So that is called devotional service. Mm. We're talking with uh, Swami A.C. Bhaktivedanta, head of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. We'll be back in a minute. KGO. Yes, I wanted to ask the Swami if he didn't uh, think that uh, the teachings of Jesus Christ uh, expressed exactly what he's saying. I'm not speaking of... Uh, Orthodox Christianity as such, but uh, the essence of what Jesus said about the Father within, and if thine eye be single, thy body shall be full of light, and uh, the, the beautiful phrase that he said, before Abraham was, I am, uh, don't, or has he studied anything about the teachings of Jesus? So we don't disagree with the teachings of Lord Jesus Christ. Because he's uh, speaking also the same thing which we are also speaking about the science of God. But she, I think she's saying, couldn't you just have taken the the teachings of Jesus Christ as your religion? Uh, there is already adjustment. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I believe that the Swami and uh, many others who practice meditation and study the, the Gita um, are really... Um, dealing with the same uh, premise, the first cause, that Jesus spoke of. Certainly. certainly. Right? Yes, certainly. Yes, that's, that's what I wanted to know. I think there is a comparison, not between organized religion as such, but just getting down to the bare facts of what Jesus spoke about. I think there's a similarity. There is similarity, but one thing is, just like mathematics, uh, taught in the lower class, 2 plus 2 equal to 4 uh -huh. is equally applicable in higher mathematics, 2 plus 2 equal to 4. Yeah. In higher mathematics, it does not become 2 plus 2 equal to 5. Similarly, uh -huh. the teachings of Bible or teachings of Bhagavad Gita are the same, the same 2 plus 2. Right. But right. in the Bhagavad Gita, it is uh, it may be taken as higher mathematics. That's all. You know, may I ask you one thing? I read some uh, parts of the Bhagavad Gita, is it? Yeah. Um, it says that uh, knowledge is enveloped in ignorance, hence all men are deluded. Yes. And uh, I thought that was a, uh, yes. a profound uh, Our thing. real knowledge is covered by delusion. Right. Yes, the real knowledge is that I am spirit. Yes. But we are uh, identifying ourselves with this body. Therefore, you are covered in our knowledge, actual knowledge. Thank you, Carla. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Twelve minutes before four on KGO. And, uh, Carla, you're on the air with Swami on KGO. Turn hello. the radio off, please. Hello. Go ahead. Hello. Yes, hello, Swami. Yes. Yes, I would like to know uh, how you get your money to make all your trips to India, New York, and Mexico. Who provides you with money? Uh, I, I, I was uh, provided free passage in a shipping company. He was what? Uh, free passage. 
free, free passage. Who pays for that free passage? Oh, free passage. There is no question of payment. The shipping company carrying me free. Shipping company carries him free. The shipping company carries him free. Yeah. Uh, who buys your food for you? Uh, well, when I came, I came with some introduction letter. So my guests, they provided me. Your guests provide you. In other words, you're a freeloader. Yes. Uh, why do you set up your church into an area like the Haight-Ashbury, uh, your so-called temple? Uh, yes, yeah, our so-called temple? Your so-called temple. Why do you set up a place like that in the Haight-Ashbury? Uh, so oh, I'll rephrase yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I know I'm going to punch her out. Yeah. Uh, why is your church located in the area of the hippies? Uh, it is not uh, particularly selected at the hippies' quarter, but uh, the boys, they found a cheaper place in that quarter, therefore they occupied that place. Cheapest place you could find. Yes, because we are not very rich in institution, so we found it cheaper. So we selected it. It is not for the reason that because it is hippie quarter, uh, therefore you selected it. No. Actually, most hippies couldn't couldn't join your religion because they take hmm? drugs. Yes, we, we are completely different from the hippies. Uh, because uh, hippies, they are uh, addicted to sex and intoxication, and these things are completely forbidden in our temple. You do perform wedding ceremonies? Yes. What is your What is your wedding ceremony like? The same chanting, Hare Krishna. Is it considered a legal wedding ceremony in this country? Yes, our society is uh, incorporated under the uh, religious act of New York State. All right, uh, Carly, you're on the air on KGO with the Swami. Uh, I'd like to tell your guest that uh, the other day I received a beautiful letter from the Boston Ashram from Miss Prudence Farrell, Miss Mia Farrell's sister. Are you listening? Yeah, you got a letter from Mia Farrell's... No, her sister, yes, Prudence, from the, from this gentleman's Boston Ashram. Oh, does Mia Farrell's sister belong yeah, to you Prudence Boston? Farrell. Boston. From this man's uh, uh, ashram in Boston. No. Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram. 
सिद्धांत सरस्वती गोस्वामी प्रभात की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव की जय रामाचार्य शील हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गलाधार शिवाचार्य गौर भक्त बिंद की जय फिर श्री राधा कृष्ण गोपिनाथ सामकुंड राधा कुंड गृहवर्धन की जय वृंदावन धाम की जय नवद्वीप धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय जमुना माई की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी देवी की जय सौवेत भक्त बिंद की जय All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. Thank you very much. That is the that is the opening of your ceremony. Uh, that is the at the end we at the end. Yes. At the end to the devotees. Thank you. Charlie, you're on the air with Swami on KGO. Oh hi, is this on? Yeah. Oh well, um, I just wanted to ask the Swami uh, where a karma enters in as far as his teachings are concerned, and um, also um, whether his uh, concept of God is uh, that of a being that is uh, good and uh, so reflected in healings. Okay, uh, karma is this is this a part of your yes religion? karma. Karma means work. Fruity work. As you work, as you show. I'll take my answer on the air, please. Okay. okay? Go ahead, Swami. Uh, She's just going to listen to your answer on the on the radio. Uh, go ahead with your description of karma. Ah, uh, uh, karma means fruity work. Just like uh, you are laboring for some wages to get your wages. Uh, similarly. Uh, Uh, in this material world, our work is uh, rewarded. Uh, good work is rewarded with uh, good benefit, and bad work is uh, punished. Uh, this is the law of karma. And the other question is: Do you feel God is good? Yes. We are out of time. We want to thank you very much. God for, is good. Yes. For people, okay. for all of you here. And uh, your local temple is at 518 Frederick here in San Francisco. Should I give the phone number in case people want information? Phone number is 564-6670. Oh, you've changed it. What is it now? 731-9671. 731-9671.